Welcome to Season 7 of the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping coaches, teachers, and leaders of all types become their best through the use of quotes. I'm your host, Scott Rosberg. Each week, we'll discuss inspirational, impactful, and motivational quotes to help you become your best as you work to lead your teams to become their best. So make sure you've laced them up tight, you're focused on your target, and you're ready to dive in to today's great quotes for coaches. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. And today we are into a new phase of the podcast. Um, Well, that's probably not the right way to put it. I guess the best way to say it is we are no longer doing the uh, series on significance that we were doing for the last few months. And so now we start, um, uh, I'm not going to say a new series because we're not, Um, we might go thematic. Uh, I've done that with the podcast and video and blog posts. I've been doing that, you know, a thematic type of thing. But we'll see, especially with the one with what I'm going to do today. Today is going to be quite unique. Um, and then next week, I'm going to start on a, a theme that I will definitely talk about at least for two episodes because of the uh, a couple of different quotes that I have uh, to talk about. But... Um, yeah, so uh, I don't know that we'll uh, we'll do a series on that one. It's just a theme that's going to run through a couple of different... And maybe I'll do multiple quotes all in one episode next week. We'll see. But today is definitely going to be different, uh, and it's you're definitely going to hear multiple things, and here's why. Um, last week, I saw a great article uh, on The Athletic. Um, I think that's the athletic al- element from the... Uh, from the New York Times. I saw this online, uh, and it was about the... St- I can't remember the title of it. Maybe I'll look it up while I'm, I'm talking. I'll try and look up the title of the article. But it was about um, the uh, U- Team USA, USA basketball team, but more importantly, about the coaches uh, for Team USA basketball... Am I saying that right for the USA basketball team? Um, and how, you know, here you have these very successful professional coaches um, and one very successful college coach, and yet they are all putting their own egos aside all for um, – all for the good of the the team, all for the good of the USA team, you know, performing well. So here's, it was from Monday, August 21st is when I received it. The headline is accolades abound, but little ego on this team USA staff. And then a quote, you're just here to serve. And you're going to hear that quote in a moment. Uh, And so as I read the article, I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much great stuff on here. Uh, in this uh, in this article about what we as coaches need to do ourselves with our staffs, staffs and what we need to teach, preach, instill, etc. with our kids and with our teams. But for those of you who um, your thing is not sports coaching, you're just a leader of some other realm, 
I don't like the just, sorry about that, but you're not a leader in sports, but you're a leader in another realm, it makes sense for you and your teams too. So I'm going to give you a lot of quotes or a lot of, uh, it's probably five different quotes, but they're long because uh, they're just things that these coaches were saying in the interv- in the uh, article. So the coaches for Team USA, the head coach is Steve Kerr. He's the head coach of the Golden State Warriors. You non-basketball people, you'll know Steph Curry, I would imagine. That's his coach. Uh, they have won five NBA championships now over the last, whatever it's been, eight years or so, nine years. The next coach is Eric Spolstra. He's the head coach of the Miami Heat. Uh, he's uh, led two teams to Vic, to NBA championships. Those two are considered by most people uh, the best, the two best coaches in the NBA. A lot will still give Greg Popovich from the San Antonio Spurs um, you know, that title as well. He's the guy who Steve Kerr just replaced. And ironically, I don't know if it's ironic, but Steve Kerr was a player for Popovich. And I think he did a little bit of assistant coaching uh, early in his coaching career for them. I, I can't remember that. Anyway, so it made sense. You had Popovich, who was the head coach of the Team USA for uh, quite a few a, a few different runs. And then, um, and then Kerr taking over. So you have Kerr, Eric Spolstra. You have Ty Lu, who is the head coach of the Los Angeles Clippers, but he was the head coach of the Cleveland Cleveland Cavaliers when uh, they won the NBA championship with LeBron James. And then you have Mark Few, who is the head coach at Gonzaga University. Uh, he's considered one of the best college coaches in the game for the last 10 to 15 years as well. He has taken what was considered a mid-major program in Spokane, Washington, and turned it into a top power every year. And so you have these four, and plus they have other, multiple other coaches who help out, but these are the, those are the four big names, okay? And they're the main guys. And you have these four coaches who all could have their own big egos about, hey, I'm this and I'm that. And I loved in the article how they said, we just don't have any of that. Okay. And so the first quote comes from Spolstra um, and him talking about being on this staff. Again, this is the Miami Heat coach, very successful, looked on by many as one of the best top two or three coaches in the NBA. He said, it's really fun being part of a team and a program. And Steve, meaning Steve Kerr, talks about this, where in the NBA, a lot of things get in the way, and in normal life as well. When you come together for USA Basketball, it's all about collaborating and coming together for a common goal in a matter of six weeks to try to win a gold medal. Well, think about it. For all of us, that's what we're doing with our teams in for high school coaches, it's more than six weeks. For middle school coaches, and like in my state, yeah, it's somewhere like six, seven, not my state, my our area of my state at least, six weeks, seven weeks, maybe eight. So there's a similarity there, okay? And you're trying to win, right? You check, here's what he continued to say, you check everything else to the side, and really, you're just here to serve. So there was that quote that I said uh, in the title of the article you were going to hear. You're just here to serve. Gosh, I love that. Sometimes it means sacrifice, but it's really more a matter of serving, serving each other, serving players, 
serving the program and coming together to hopefully do something special. And that quote came at a point in the article, if I remember it properly, where they were talking about Spolstra going and doing like shagging rebounds for a player or um, going and doing a scout on another team. Things that he, as the head coach of an NBA program, has other people do. And yet here he's doing it. He's a main top, you know, he's like the CEO of a company in many ways. And he's got, he's doing the things that the people below a CEO would be doing. It's just awesome. Uh, This is Mark Few from Gonzaga saying, Steve obviously leads the meetings, but everybody says everything. Few said, trying to explain the dynamic. And I love this because it's this concept I try and talk about when I, uh, when I speak at schools, speak to teams, creating a say anything culture, great book out there called say anything. Um, we'll be back after a quick break. The coaching conversation 2024. This podcast is 100% dedicated to leadership and leadership within the workplace coaching area. We work with companies throughout the world teaching leaders how to coach their employees. This podcast is dedicated to teaching specific strategies, frameworks, coaching models, and now artificial intelligent strategies to help leaders drive greater teamwork, collaboration, cooperation, greater attitudes, better motivation, coaching career development, just to name a few. I hope you'll check out our podcast. Oh, I'm trying to remember the names of the the authors. Uh, Crandall and Kincaid, maybe. Crandall and uh, I'll have to look that one up uh, and put it in the show notes. Um, but anyway, uh, say anything. Love that book. And it's, a, it's talking about creating a culture with your teams where people feel comfortable saying anything, meaning saying whatever needs to be said and not worrying about people going, oh, that was stupid. Okay. And so I love this, the way Few says this, you know, Steve's in charge, but everybody says everything. We're all in there speaking about what we think is what we should do. And then Kerr says, yeah, we disagree, but in a good way. We all just throw stuff out and debate different things. See, that's a say anything culture. That's one of the best parts about it. One of the most fun parts about when you get into a a debate and not everyone agrees because that's when the basketball stuff really comes out and you debate the pros and cons of doing it a certain way. Coaches, head coaches, how many of you do this with your assistant coaches? Do you have that kind of relationship? Now, most of you right now are saying, yeah, I I do. But think about this from your assistant coach's perspective. Is that what they would say about it? Would they say that that's how it is with you? That, yeah, we all can disagree and debate. And that's when this fun stuff comes out. I don't care what sport you're, you're coaching. Uh, you debate the pros and cons of doing it a certain way. And then, here's the best part. Nobody feels hurt if their way isn't the one that would... I mean, you might feel be disappointed because you thought you had a good idea. That, and it still might be a good idea, but... It's not the way they chose to go. That's okay. They want you to keep 
offering those suggestions. So I love that. Okay, here's Ty Lu saying, when Steve and Spo speak, Spo is Spolstra, when Steve and Spo speak, they command the room. The guys really lock in and pay attention. Steve's more laid back. Spo is more energetic. When Spo is speaking, he's more energetic, more let's go. And Spo's doing scouts, which I bet he hasn't done in 15 years. Steve and Spo are the two best coaches in the NBA, and Spo's doing scouts. The players should see that. Won two championships, and he's sacrificing, doing scouts, running drills. So basically what this one head coach is saying about another head coach that he coaches against throughout, you know, in during the season is, first of all, he's really energetic. Talking about Spolstra, okay? And he's a let's go kind of guy. And yet he's not above going and doing the kinds of things that if he was an assistant coach in his first, second, third, fourth, fifth year, that's the stuff he'd be doing, all right? sacrificing, doing scouts, running drills. Very cool. Uh, Okay, here's Mark Few. When he walks in, he's talking about um, Spolstra. When he walks in, he automatically brings out all the respect players have. Excuse me a minute. Had a phone call. I had to turn that off. When he walks in, he automatically brings out all the respect the players, the people on the staff, everyone has for the Heat. It's interesting. He and I talk about culture a lot. That's something that we pride ourselves on with our culture at Gonzaga. You know, Steve is more reluctant to talk about it, but even during the course of the year, I kept banging him on just how strong his culture is at Golden State. And so the concept of culture, all right? What are you doing to create a culture, the kind of culture that you want your program to be and be known for? Are you being intentional with it? These are, this is one of the very best college basketball coaches talking about one of the very best professional basketball coaches and both saying, we talk about culture a lot. That's something we pride ourselves on with our culture at Gonzaga. You know, Steve is more reluctant to talk about it, but even during the course of the year, I kept banging him on just how strong his culture is at Golden State. He, I just kept wanting to find out more and more. Two of the greatest. And what do they focus on as much as anything else? Culture. Yes, the X's and O's are important. Yes, who you have on your team is important. Absolutely. It all works a whole lot better if you have a Steph Curry on the floor. I totally get that. But there still is a there is still a baseline at the great programs with the greatest of all players of we are building a culture here and we are going to handle ourselves in certain ways that we determine to be the best thing for us to be the best we can be. Uh, it doesn't shock me that Mark Few says about Gonzaga, it's something we take pride ourselves on, that we pride ourselves on with our culture at Gonzaga. I've heard about the Gonzaga way for 30 years, uh, 25, 30 years. I've heard about the Butler way when Brad Stevens was there. Uh, you know, the, the, the Duke way, the Carolina way. Everybody, all these great programs have a way. What is their way? It's their culture. And so everything starts with that. 
the book Start With Why by Simon Sinek. You know, everything starts with your why. Well, your why is is your culture. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, you know, our culture is formulated from the why, our why, why we do what we do. That's how we create our culture. Last quote. This is from Steve Kerr, the head coach of it all and the Golden State Warriors head coach. All this stuff is relationships and communication. From the first day to now, we're all totally comfortable with each other. We're joking around, and it's like we've been together for years now. It happens quickly. The second part of the quote, that's all good. I like that, you know, that they, they're they comfortable with each other. They get, you know, boom, they, they get to know each other right away. You've got to build that right away. But it goes back to his first sentence. All this stuff is relationships and communication. I've said this for most of my years of teaching and coaching, now 40 years. I learned this real early in my teaching and coaching career, and I mean both places, classroom, around the school, etc., and in my sports. This is a relationship business that we're in. But quite honestly, most of you, no matter what you do, you're in a relationship business. You have to be able to work with people, get along with people, motivate people, inspire, etc., etc. So, uh, so it's, it's all about relationships. Well, how do you build relationships? Through communication. The communication is key. It's a, it's a book that I've had brewing in my head for years, a presentation I've had brewing in my head for years. I have, just haven't put it down on, well, I guess not paper, but on computer yet, about communication being the most important thing that we do, you know, as coaches. But quite honestly, it's probably the most important thing we do in life as people. And many people do it wrong or do it poorly or don't do it at all. Um, and, you know, I'm not saying I'm, well, I was going to say, I'm not saying I'm an expert on communication, but in some ways, I guess I am. That's been my expertise as an English teacher for so many years. Uh, and then as a coach for so many years, and then as a speaker who goes out and speaks, and then as a writer, I guess uh, communication, I guess I, I hate saying, hey, I'm an expert on something, but it is certainly an area that I have expertise in. And if I were to list my greatest strengths, I know communication would be somewhere in it, in those. Um, and so, yeah. Um, so, let me go back to, a, instead of saying I'm no expert on communication, okay, as someone who studies and loves to talk about and read about communication, you know, I have realized that we as coaches and as teachers, but my focus is so often, you know, more the coach realm, uh, if we do not figure out communication and how to communicate clearly um, and properly and, uh, you know, all kinds... <laughs> Here I am struggling to communicate it, <laughs> kind of ironic. But if we don't learn how to communicate in the best way possible with our audience, the various audiences, but this audience that we're speaking to right here, right now, uh, we're going to struggle. You know? And so most problems that we have in coaching, um, and, and I imagine a lot of people are going to first go, oh, they come from parents. Well, you know what? A lot of times they come from us not communicating clearly with parents or choosing not to communicate with parents at all. Um, and so, yeah, the parents will have driven us nuts for years. And I know we lose, we're losing way too many coaches because of parent issues. I get it. 
But come on now, coaches, how well are you communicating with them? How well are you communicating with their kids, the kids in your program? How clearly do you make your communication, you know, come through to them? And so, you know, as Kerr says, all this stuff is relationships and communication. And that's what our role as coaches is. But it's also what your role as a leader of a business or whatever it is, in whatever realm you have. Communication is going to be critical. Building relationships with other people is going to be critical. So so anyway, this is the, a little different episode in that, yeah, if I, I mean, you can use some of these quotes with your teams. Absolutely. The stuff on serving others, uh, collaborating, coming together for a common goal, um, it sacrifice, more a matter of serving, serving each other, serving players, serving the program. Absolutely. Tell your, talk to your kids about the, the, that part of the quotes. Um, everybody says everything from Mark Few. Absolutely, you want to create that with your kids. Uh, can we disagree? Yeah, we do it in a good way. We all throw things out. We, just, we debate. Not everyone agrees. And then we decide on the best course of action. You know, And then the concept that uh, the one you know, coach, one of the best coaches in the NBA for many years now, and he's doing the things that, you know, a quote unquote, um, I don't want to say peon assistants, but the most, you know, uh, the newest members of staffs would be doing, you know, and he's out there doing it because he knows this is how I can serve, serve our team. And then the stuff on culture, you know, how important culture is. And finally, the things the quote on all this stuff is relationships and communication. Every one of these quotes will help you with your, with your, not only with your team, because you need to be doing this stuff with your coaching staff. So that's your first way coaches, but with your players. So yeah, I would use these in some way with your, your team. I'm, I'm going to be using it with my team this year. Absolutely. Because for them to hear that, geez, even in the NBA, okay, now it's team USA basketball, but these are NBA coaches or NCAA Division I, top of the line, Gonzaga. Even they create cultures and talk about relationships and communication and serving and all that. So, yeah, really important that that you get these messages to your coaching staffs. Uh, If you're an assistant coach, spread the word to your your other assistants and show your head coaches. Go to that New York Times um, athletic article if you can get get a hold of that. Uh, And then, uh, yeah, and talk to them about these quotes because this is outstanding stuff for any of us in any leadership realm, but again, especially those of us in the coaching world. So, all right, that wraps up this one. Uh, As I said, next week, uh, we're going to move in a little different direction. I've got I've got a topic that I want to talk about for at least next week and maybe the next two weeks. So we'll see, we'll see how next week plays out and, and what I go with. And then, uh, and then if we add uh, another week, maybe even more, because the topic is one that's really of interest to all of us as, as uh, coaches and teachers too. So, so yeah, come back for that next week on the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast, and we'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please do me a favor and leave a rating and a review and then subscribe to the podcast. Ratings and reviews and subscriptions are really helpful in getting more ears and more listeners getting a chance to hear podcasts. What we want to do is spread the messages of hope and inspiration from these great quotes to as many coaches, teachers, parents, and leaders of all types as possible. Also, check out our Slam Dunk Success site at slamdunksuccess.com and the Slam Dunk Success YouTube channel, where we have much more for you to help you 
on your road and your journey to success. I look forward to serving you again next time with another great quote for coaches. Mm-hmm.